This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, I'm bored. And we talked to Kendall Esquery about LGBTQ representation in the media and teens. Woo! Teresa! How are you? I'm doing great, Biz. Why? Because it's week two of the Max Fun Drive. Party time! Yeah, we're going to finish out so strong. I can already feel it. Yes. One Bad Mother listeners are showing up with their support. Yeah, they are. And I have a feeling that they're going to come through for us in the end. I'm I'm hoping, actually. I'm really hoping, guys. Come on. This is basically, for any of you who don't know or understand Max Fun Drive, this is the time of year, only two weeks out of the whole year, we reach out to you, our listeners, and ask you to support uh, our show and Max Fun. We are part of the Maximum Fun Network uh, of podcasts. Uh, we are listener-supported shows. There's no... F- Pay for firewall. We're not making people pay per episode. Listen until you can afford to pay. That's great. If you can't afford to pay, we totally get it. That's great. If you can afford to pay, that would be really appreciated. Yeah, it allows, not only is it allowing us to continue to create the show, you're also like having the back of your fellow listener who maybe can't do it at this point in time, but still needs the show. Oh, totally. Yeah, I just, I need to like, we, we've gone crazy. We set up and announced a personal goal of a thousand new and upgrading members. We've created a, a great little meter where we're unveiling one bed mother specific sort of badge icons. Every time we hit a new goal, everything's on Facebook and on Twitter telling you about all of our personal challenges. And we're going to talk about them later. But what we want to do right now is just say, join us in the party that is Max Fun Drive. Yeah, you guys, we try to make it fun for you. This is this is the way we make One Bad Mother every week. Like, sure, Biz and I would love to show up every week and just make this show for fun because it is fun for us. <laughs> but it's also a lot of work. It does pull us away from our families and other things we need to be doing. And your listener support makes it possible. And it makes it possible for us to do it in such a way where you guys are our boss. So yeah. we're making this show you know, answerable to you, to our listeners. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't have, you know, we have a, a little bit of advertising here and there, but if you listen to other other podcasts that are solely ad supported, you will notice like a pretty big difference. Um, and we're so grateful that we're able to turn down ads that we don't like. Yeah. Um, thanks to you guys. So we try to make this show the best that it can be. We work really hard on it every week. Your support allows us to have a studio, to have equipment, to have a really awesome producer. It gives us the freedom to have a little bit of time, or dare I say, a lot of time in business case every week devoted to making this show what it is. So this is, it's huge. It's really important. And that's why we devote two weeks to it. And we try to uh, make it fun for you guys. But consider becoming a new or upgrading member now if you haven't already. Yeah, it's, I'm just going to throw this out real quick. If, if you're on the fence, hotline. The hotline, that is uh, not my personal number. <laughs> mm-hmm. though, though, uh, though I listen to all these calls. Guys, we get just around 300 calls a month, sometimes more. Somebody's Wow, guys. Let that sink in. 300 and more so calls. So like 10 a day. 
Yeah. Yeah. Of, of, of people needing this line to share their geniuses, to share their fails, to share their rants. Many times the calls start with, I just needed a call to hear Biz say I'm doing a good job. Mm. And that hotline, it costs money. And mm-hmm. the more calls there are, the more uh, it costs each month. Yeah. And so... And the time spent listening. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's some time spent listening. Yeah. I am your emotional sponge. <laughs> so I want you to think, like, is that... You know, is that something that I'm happy to pay for and support for myself yeah. as well as for my fellow listeners to have that available? I mean, you know, this, your support, as Teresa just said, legitimately makes this our legitimate job. Yep. And I, I just want to say one other thing about how much we respect and honor that this is a listener-supported show and how much we respect those monthly, that monthly support that you guys give you know, not only do we not have to take ads that we don't want, I will stay up all night if I think we've fucked up a show. Yeah. <laughs> I will, like, yeah. I, we care about you guys. We work really hard to try and always be as non-judgmental, as advice-free, and as respectful as we can to our diverse listenership. And that's important to us. Yeah. I and know, when we get it wrong, we listen. That's right. When we get it wrong, we try. <laughs> we listen and we try to fix it because there's nothing better than having an opportunity to learn. Yeah. How to be a better person out in the world. And, uh, yeah, we just take you guys very uh, seriously, as well as the show very seriously. Which is why you sometimes hear us having kids here with us or <laughs> having the sniffles or having, like, just kind of right. lost our voices. But we're still here <laughs> making the show. We're still here. <laughs> so, again, Max Fun Drive. Party time. Yeah. Join us on social media where we're being uh, ridiculous because Max Fun Drive is always fun, never boring, which ties in nicely to today's topic. I'm bored. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa, I'm bored, which might lead one to think that we're going to talk about when our children are bored. Mm -hmm. There's enough articles going around the Internet about how we're fucking that up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and we will talk about that later on another show. Some other time. But today, we're going to talk about when we're bored. And I am so excited about this topic (laughs) because when Teresa suggested it, my mind did not go to this place that her mind was at. And then when she laid it out, I was like, my mind was blown. My mind was going to, so we're going to lay it out right okay. now for you, for All your right. mind to be blown. All right. Boredom as a parent. My first thought is a typical thing I have heard people say is, oh, all the stuff you have to do as a parent. That's so boring, yeah. right? Yeah. Hanging out with kids is boring. Boring. Hanging out Playing with, with my kids is boring. Yeah, playing with kids is boring. Doing laundry is boring. Cooking dinner is boring. Yeah. Cleaning this is boring. It's all boring, boring, boring. What a horrible, shitty life you have having kids. Yeah. <laughs> but here's my secret. Yeah. I'm not bored when I'm doing all that monotonous yeah. shit. There's a difference between yeah. monotony and boredom. Yeah. And I am not bored 
Yeah. Because my day is full of tiny jobs. Yeah. All day long. Yeah. Who's got time to be bored when you're doing that shit? Yeah, There's especially if you're a, a super anxious person like, like, like we are. <laughs> you're that. busy problem solving in your head the whole time. Oh, no. And this must be clean. So uh, before I can be bored, I've got to do all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Monotonous does not equate boredom. Yeah. And it does not leave you time to be bored when your day is Full of all of these tasks, which is what led to Teresa's insight into this, which blew my mind, which was. Oh, I think it was that, like, I haven't been bored in a really long time. And that actually sounds like a luxury to me at this point. Like, I kind of wish I had the chance to be bored Bored. because it sounds so good. Who gets to be bored? Like, you get to just sit there and be bored. Boring tasks do not equate being bored. Yeah. We talk all those shitty articles we're going to talk about on another episode yeah. that make us feel bad about how we're not letting our children be bored enough and how right. boredom is what our children need yep. to be better human beings in the world. We're right. going to have to break that down, guys. Yeah. But boredom is a good thing. But when do we have time as a parent to yeah. be bored? What about our boredom? What about we want to be bored. <laughs> <laughs> our kids get to be bored. What Ooh, about us? Where's my boring time? I want to walk around the house and say, I'm bored and be surrounded by wonderful things that can fill my time and imagination with. Right? So, like, what... I guess my first question then is, what do you think being bored would even look like? Yeah. Right? Like, is it, is it even just getting to a point where you're, you're doing nothing so much that you actually say out loud or to yours, I'm bored? Is it like just saying, getting to a place mentally so where you could where think you would to even yourself, say, like, I'm, I'm bored. bored. <laughs> Right? Like, is that that when you know you're there? so funny. I mean, I think, yeah, I think that must be it. Like, just being given the opportunity to get to that point. Like, how many things are barriers in our lives to us getting to the point where the thought crosses our mind? I'm bored. I'm bored. (laughs) I cannot think of the last time. That I actually ever, that I thought I was bored. Yeah. I have thought plenty of things were fucking boring. Yes. I'm oh, t- yeah. Yeah. I mean, my day is full of things that are boring. Yeah. I will say, like, Ellis needs me to play all the time. Yeah. Okay. So I sit down to play, and like two minutes in, he doesn't really want me to do anything in this play. He just wants me kind of there every once in a while saying something and then not like he doesn't really need me to be like, all right, we're going here. And there. But I also can't leave. Right. If I leave, it will oh, play with me. You're yeah. not right. Yeah. So just sitting there is really fucking boring. It is boring. It's yeah. boring. Yeah. Out of my mind. Boring. But I'm not bored. Because you're doing something I'm for doing someone else. For, ah! Oh, is that it? <laughs> okay. Oh, I think we are onto something because it's something oh, yeah. just. Okay. <laughs> Okay, do you want to go first or do you want me to no, go first? No, I just have to say that was super yeah. profound. I, I think, think we so. just unlocked something yeah. else. We first said, do we know we're bored just by admitting that we're bored? Is that how you know that? Yeah. And then what makes a boring activity not the same thing as being bored? Is it that you're, somebody, you're doing it for someone you're doing else? It for someone else, maybe. Maybe. Because the thought just crossed my mind. What if? Oh my God, my, my head is bleeding. Okay. <laughs> my brain has exploded. Okay, but what if, so say... 
Okay, so, so like <laughs> let's 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 get to the point where we all understand what type of boredom it is that we're craving. Yes. Like we're craving okay, that like we're craving that like kind of like self-care boredom where yeah. we're just like craving that moment where we could just like let our mind wander yeah. and we're just kind of like not sure what to do with ourselves. Right. And like nothing is quite satisfying <laughs> like that right. feeling. Okay, we're craving that. But then we're put in all these situations, like the one you just described yes. with our kids, where we are bored, but we're, but you know what's, okay, what if, <laughs> because I think in those situations, yeah. I think what I'm doing, I'm not sure if you're doing this, I'm thinking of all the things I could be mm. getting done during that time, yes. or things I could be doing during that time, or I'm like sneaking glances at my phone. Yeah. What if... We instead use those moments to have that like self care boredom opportunity. Mm. What if we like went like, ooh, goody, I get to be bored right now. I'm gonna let my mind just wander yeah. and sit here and not fill it with an activity. Or not fill it with an activity, but also, I mean, you could play with your kids, but let's, let's, All right. let's assume like we're not really doing that. <laughs> But like, but assume that you're in a situation where like your kid's playing, you have to be there for some yeah. reason or whatever. Your kid's doing something, you have to be there for some reason. Yes. Instead of like trying to answer emails or mm -hmm. like figure, like thinking about all the stuff you could be getting done. Right. What if we were just like, oh, this is my chance to be bored for today. Yeah. I get to be bored right now. Oh, I like that. that I want to talk about that more, but I want to go back to something else you said okay. first. Okay. Which was the self-care bed. Yeah. What <laughs> is I just said that as though we all understand but, what but, that means. But I but... think there's something really profound with that that like is... The new self-care, being bored. Yeah. Because we have said it over and over. We have dedicated whole shows to when you, about when you finally get time to yourself. Mm -hmm. One of the worst parts of finally getting time to yourself is not knowing what to do. Yeah. And we turn that into this pressure cooker thing of now I've wasted right. that, that two hours right. or that one hour. Yeah. Or I wasted the nap time or I wasted that whole day. Or you go to the dark place, which is like, oh, great. Even when I have this yeah. time to myself, <laughs> I can't even fill it because I don't even know who I am anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's awful. Right. But. Yeah. Because we don't know how to be bored yeah. anymore. Yeah. We've yeah. been robbed of our boring yeah. skills. Somebody tailed our back. time too much when we were young and we were bored <laughs> planning activities yes. for fun Yes, friends. this is definitely <laughs> someone else's <laughs> fault. <laughs> <laughs> but like there I I think we're unlocking a new place in the self-care universe. Yes. That we've been stepping on, treating like a stepping stone to get yeah. to something more fulfilling. Yeah. Not that we know what that fulfilling thing is. Right. Maybe, oh. Because don't yeah. they say that the whole thing about being bored, the benefits of being bored. Yeah. Is the letting your mind wander so that you can kind of declutter your yeah. brain a little bit. Yes. As well as allow yourself to come up with new ideas. Maybe yeah. we can't get to all that self-gratifying you know, fulfillment yeah. that we want when we have that free time yeah. because we are squashing yeah, this we haven't critical, decluttered. Right, yeah. this critical step. Yeah, we're to trying to skip there. a step. We're skipping a step. Yeah. And the step is boredom. Yeah. 
All right. Well, now let's get into this last part of it, okay. which is how can we identify places to be bored? Well, did, we, just uh, said we just said one. We just said there's one. There's so many like that. Yes. Okay. My latest, what I realized could be a boring time. Yeah. <laughs> this is maybe one of my favorite topics we've ever discussed. This is where your listener support comes into play. Okay. So I, Katie Bell wants to do car line now with uh-huh. anybody who's in, got kids in elementary school. That's where instead of me parking yeah. and going in to pick her up, yeah. I wait in a super long line of cars yep. to pick her up. Yep. And she just jumps in the car right. and we take off. Yep. I easily can be sitting there for 20 minutes. You either get there early enough to get a spot so you're not waiting in line forever, mm-hmm. but you're still waiting 20 minutes. Yeah. Or you get there when the bell rings and you're 20 minutes down the line yep. by the time. It's a 20-minute process to pick your kid up in car line. Right. What if instead of like getting on my phone or whatever, I just sit there yeah. and be bored? I'll yeah. be the auto in my car yeah. who's not looking down the entire time. What if I'm looking out? Yeah. What if I just open all the windows in the sunroof? I just be bored. Yeah. What sure. would happen? What would happen? Challenge yourself. If I don't fill it with to something. To just do that. Even reading. Not even that. Just yeah. sit there and stare at things. Yeah. Let my mind wander. Yeah. I think that's the place. I think that's an identifiable great spot. place on the Similarly, map. Similarly, like yeah. if you have like a baby and you're doing like Starbucks drive through or yeah. something. For oh, like yeah. during the nap or like the napping drive. Oh, or the you've driven somewhere, the baby napping, you're trapped you're in the car there. and you're yeah. stuck somewhere. Yeah. Don't put the phone up. Yeah. Sit. Yeah. And be bored. Or pick the phone up for five minutes yeah, at the sure. timer if you need to check something. Right. And then set the timer and then just be done with it and then just be so bored. Just, <laughs> just be so bored. Could we be bored in like grocery store parking lots before we go in? Yeah. Right? Or bored in line while you're waiting. Bored in line is good. Yeah. We're in lines a lot. Yeah. That's a good place to be bored. Can you be bored? Oh, what about right before you go to bed? Can we be bored there? Yeah. Because, like, that's a time. That's actually probably a good time to be bored. I think it probably is. I mean, that's like, you know, I don't meditate, but that's what they say. Part of that whole meditation and sleep is good for you to let your brain process sort of subconsciously like one level down or deeper so just sitting there being bored yeah in the dark or not in the dark might really de-stress us totally right totally but i'm just thinking of like the like the play scenario you talked about with ellis at the beginning like i feel like there are so many situations like that where i'm like I'm I'm engaged yeah. with my kids, but they don't 100% need, need me. me. Mm. Like, I kind of need to be there, so especially with, like, the little ones. Like, yeah. I, they yeah. kind of, like, need me to be there. Like, I'm, like, following the baby. The baby is not, have yeah. I said? He's walking. He's he's now a toddler. So, <laughs> toddle, heads, up, toddle. heads up, guys. I don't have a baby anymore. Heads I'm a toddler. Um, <laughs> but, like, following him around the house while he's just, like, yeah. getting into stuff. Like, yeah, I'm, like, talking to him and I'm interacting with him. I'm not, like, fully checking out. But yeah. it's, like, that could be so boring. Yeah. Maybe that's great. Maybe that could be boring. That's yeah. a chance for me to be you super be bored. bored. That's right. You could be bored up in there. Dinner, making dinner. While, yeah, while the dinner. kids are engaged yeah. in an activity, if and you I'm do making that. No, I'm just if kidding. you do, no, I do. Well, that. you know what I mean. I just, yeah. but like, or you know, there's always a time where I'm cooking something, and I'm like, all right, I'm right. not doing anything for yeah. five minutes. Am I jumping online? Yeah. Am I trying to cram that with some other? I yeah. could just sit 
and totally. stare at something. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, so good. Okay. All right. So what have we discovered? Boring tasks does not mean the same thing as getting to be bored. Yeah. I like that we're now saying getting to be bored. Yeah. I don't get to be bored. Yeah. <laughs> that is now how I'm going to respond to my children when they say they're bored. Do yeah. I look like I'm bored? Right. I want to be bored. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. That sounds so nice. Oh, how lucky Enjoy. for you. Have fun. How lucky for you. My Facebook posts are all just now going to be pictures of me being bored. Yeah. Here I am, just bored. Yeah. In Carla. Guys, guys, I really want to see your hashtag bored pictures. Yeah, hashtag bored parenting. Yeah, yeah, or self care bored. What should it be? I don't know what Mm -hmm. it is, but I, I think we've just hashtag lucky boredom. (laughs) Luckily bored. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Easy peasy teens. Okay, (laughs) we've discovered that those are two different things. Yeah, and we've discovered. That we might be able, that boredom might be this missing stone mm-hmm. in the stairs to <laughs> self-care. I'm imagining metaphors. I know, do you like these? I'm imagining a temple committed to self-care. Yeah. And on the first step, one cannot transition into the higher planes of self-care until yeah. one completes the boredom level. Yeah. Guys. Let's get out there and show how fucking bored we can be. Guys, now is the time of the Max Fun Drive show where we talk to you about thank you gifts and ways that we can show you how much we appreciate. You. There are both Max Fun ways to appreciate you, and then there are some One by Mother specific ways to appreciate you. Let's start off with some Max Fun ways to appreciate you. I'm just going to start off right off the bat with the the with the five dollar a month level, mm-hmm. which I think is a super reasonable level. Oh yeah, to try to support us at uh, and the network at, and if you uh, support. Maximum Fun and One Bed Mother at the $5 a month level, you get all the bonus episodes. I'm not just talking about a bonus episode that One Bed Mother put out this year. I am talking- Though there is one of them. There is. I'm talking about about it, but it's it's about about cake parenting. It's about cake parenting. But every, I think we have six actual Mm -hmm. bonus episodes Mm -hmm. over the last five years. Because then there were, we did some other crazy bonus episodes that during the yeah, other there challenges were extra ones, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there's a lot of bonus out there. Yeah. But you also, if you are a listener to other Max Fun shows, you also get bonus content for every single Max Fun show. It is literally like there are hundreds of hours, hundreds, of bonus yes, episodes, of hours of bonus episodes. Yeah. So if you're bored, just check just those put, out. Check those out. <laughs> That's right. So that's exciting. Also, at the $10 per month level. Yeah, we have beautiful mm. enamel pins and the One Bad Mother pin. There's a pin for every show. You can pick whichever one you want. But obviously, we're partial to the One Bad yep. Mother pin. Um, it says the parenting reward on it, and it has, a, <laughs> it has a little cracked trophy. It's magical. Finally, a reward for all that hard work even. Do you feel rewarded yet? I do with my pin. <laughs> I do, too. And plus, you get the bonus episode. Right. And then... Maybe you've donated in the past at the $5 level or the $10 level, or maybe you're coming in as a new donor and you're able to support uh, us and the network at $20 a month. You 
that's amazing, and thank you. Uh, but also, you get not only the bonus episodes, not only the cool pen, but they put out a Max Fun family cookbook this year. We've never spent time on how obsessed I am with uh, cookbooks. Mm-hmm. I love them. And this one has recipes from all your favorite Max Fun shows, and da 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 da, one bad mother's. It's all about cake parenting with a recipe for an easy cake, as well as lots of frequently asked questions about how cake parenting could work. It it's also going to look really good. Yeah. You can have it on your coffee table. It'll be like a fun thing to have out. It comes with some really lovely rocket space themed cookie cutters <laughs> yes. um, in Max Fun fashion. And, you know, thinking about the $20 a month level, I just want to add that if that is something that's in your budget to do, it's like five bucks a show for us. Yeah. Like it works out because, you know, we put out a show every week. Yep. So if that is a level that you that is feasible for you. Think about it that way. You know, it's an hour of entertainment plus per week, and maybe that's worth five bucks to you. Yeah, and there's other levels, guys, that go up even higher at 35 and at 50, and they go on and on and on. And with each of those levels, you get all of the things from the preceding levels, plus something special and unique to that level. And you can can find all those at MaximumFun.org slash donate. You can see all the different gifts that you can get by becoming a supporter. And real quickly, we want to talk about the One Bad Mother specific things, which sort of ties in nicely to what the next level after $20 is if you join at the $35 per month level, if you upgrade or a new member at that level, supporting Maximum Fun and One Bad Mother, not only do you get a cool Maximum Fun carafe, which is awesome and beautiful to put drinks in, yeah. or oatmeal or sand, whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever gets you through the day with your children, you got that. But we did this last year. We're excited to do it again. Biz and Teresa will call you. And mm-hmm. I don't mean leave a message. We will find a time that works with your schedule, even if you live in another country. We have done this. And we will chat with you and tell you what a good job you are doing. <laughs> or if there's somebody in your life who you think really needs that call, we'll do it for them instead. So it's just a chance to like personalize even more the One Bad Mother experience. And if there's something you're feeling guilty about, oh, we yeah. specialize in making people feel better and relieving them <laughs> of, of that guilt. guilt. So <laughs> just again, that's at the $35 per month level. So if you're a new or upgrading member at the $35 per month level or higher, we will be reaching out to you and setting up a time to call you. <laughs> All right. And here are the last few fun ones. We've got a challenge that we set up just for One Bad Mother listeners. We're trying to get to a thousand new or upgrading members for this year. We really think this is something that's achievable. We have set up a really cool graphic sort of meter of us trying to make that goal. We've already revealed the forest badge. We've revealed the gone out for milk badge. We are very closely approaching the 400 new and upgrading members level where something new will be revealed. I'm hoping by the time the show comes out, it will be revealed. But that's really fun. We've also been celebrating by releasing awkward yet fun biz gifs. Yeah. They're uh, so good, of me you guys. Saying woo, and yeah. uh, you're getting really good at this. this. Many of you are probably on Facebook, but if for some reason you're not on Facebook or Twitter, or Twitter 
just yeah. sign up for an account just so you can see Biz <laughs> in all her glory, yeah. making you feel better with these hilarious gifts. So much glory. We created some ringtones. There's a link to downloading those on our public and private page. Those are all out there as well as on Twitter. And for our new and upgrading members, if you tag us on Facebook or on Twitter, as well as including the hashtag MaxFunDrive, as well as a link to where people can donate. MaximumFun.org slash donate. And tell us why you support the show. The top four social media tweets or posts, uh, the top four are going to get badges. We uncovered some old badge sets. Some badges from the past. Badges from the past. <laughs> so uh, it, it's just like, it's, this is just our chance to thank you in a lot of different ways. There you guys go. So yeah. once again, thank you so much. And go to MaximumFun.org slash donate and join the community now. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius meme. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. This may be a little controversial, (laughs) but I figured out that if I bring my six-year-old daughter, Grace, a tiny bit of chocolate milk first thing in the morning, she gets out of bed. And honestly, like the way I thought of it was like, I was like, what? Because it's impossible to get her out of bed for school. Impossible. Literally impossible. And um, no matter what time it is, if it's a school day, I can't get her out of bed. I was trying to think like, well, what gets me out of bed? And it's coffee, obviously. (laughs) And um, I feel like I deserve a pat on the back for not causing my six-year-old to get addicted to coffee. Right, you didn't, yeah. I don't bring her coffee, but (laughs) I was like, well, what's kind of like that for a kid? And I thought of chocolate milk. So I started doing this, and I haven't talked about this because I keep thinking that it's going to stop working. After I've done it a few times, she'll be like, whatever, same old chocolate milk. But And, of course, now that I'm saying it, it probably will stop working. But anyways, this has been working (laughs) for, like, months now where, like, I come in first thing in the morning, and I'm like, good morning, Gracie. I have your chocolate milk. And she's up. She's like, bam, ready. She comes down out of her top bunk. She sits down, drinks her chocolate milk. She's ready to get in the shower. It's like... It's like a magic bullet. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's amazing. That is amazing. I think it is an amazing job. Thank you. Good job. Thanks. I went to Alabama this past weekend. Yay. Without anybody. Yeah. This is the deal. I really, I have not gone to visit my folks or seen my sister without children with yeah. me in like eight years. Yeah, Legitimately, sure. Eight totally. Years. And I just was like, they're all old enough now. The kids, they, yeah. everybody's going to be fine. Yeah. I'm going to take a weekend and I'm going to go visit the folks. And my sister came down from New York and it was such a nice time. Guys, we did four puzzles in three days. Amazing. Yeah, it was so, so good. good, guys. So good many family fucking bonding. puzzles. Uh, I just, I needed it. And I'm so glad I did it. Good job, Biz. Thank you. Hi, I'm calling with a genius. It's a birthday party genius. I have two daughters, both with birthdays in March. And for the three-year-old this time, I decided that the theme of the birthday party needed to be 
making everything as easy as possible for myself. <laughs> so I just made the easiest possible food. I ordered a cake so I didn't make it myself. And I got a big bag of balloons. I didn't even go out to the store to buy the balloons. I ordered them on Amazon. They showed up the day before the party. The balloons were the decoration. The balloons were the activity. And the balloons were the gift for the other kids to take home. <laughs> and I didn't even have very many kids, just the few kids that she knew. And it was the best. <laughs> I still have 40 balloons on the floor of my house, but my kids are thrilled with it. And so everybody's happy. I'm happy. It wasn't stressful. There was plenty of adult drinks as well. And it was just the best birthday party ever. You are both doing such a great job. Thanks for your show. Bye. That's so yeah. genius. It's very inspiring. I like that she themed it. Yeah. I like I mean, that's just perfect. to label I'm theming this. Yeah. Make my life as easy as possible. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. Right. I, so good. I love this so much. Good job. You really are doing a remarkable job. Yeah. Failures. Fail. 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 You suck. Fail me, Teresa. Okay. <laughs> so Grace has gotten really into the Captain Underpants book series. Um, Yay! Yeah. But I mean, yeah. As long as we're reading. I know, I guess. I mean, she likes to read a lot of other things, too, yeah, sure, which is more my preference. It. But anyway, <laughs> she's really into it, and she's learning all sorts of yeah. things from these books, which she's also teaching to Oscar, yep. and he's also sharing with kids at school. And one of the things that they've learned about is what wedgies are. Ah. And they love, love to go around saying to each other, a wedgie means when your underwear gets stuck up your <laughs> butt. And they just, like, love to say that and think yeah. it's so great. And I'm like, whatever, whatever. And the only place we've really drawn the line is that they're not allowed to, like, try to give each other wedgies sure. or to, like, try to give other people wedgies or, like, that. The, like, we've drawn the line at, like, personal, physical. Good line drawing, yeah. But they're so, like, interested in this concept. And so the other night... They were, <laughs> they were trying to give each other wedgies, and we, Jesse and I reminded them, "You guys, we're not giving each other wedgies. It's not, it's not cool. It can really actually hurt, and right. it's just like a not a nice way to interact with each other's like bodies, like yeah. you know." And so they're like, "Okay, okay." So then they started trying to give themselves wedgies, <laughs> and I was like, I was watching what they were doing, like just like from yeah. the table, like I was like having a snack or something. See where this just like, what's happening here? <laughs> and they're so bad at it. They were like. They were, like, what they were doing was kind of, like, starting from the middle of the underwear and trying to, like, tuck it into the middle of their butt cheeks. And it wasn't, like, no. staying. No. And this got me so frustrated just, like, watching them do this. <laughs> like, their inability to understand how to do a wedgie that I finally just gave up and went over there and was like, you guys, this is how you do it. And I, like, showed them how to each give themselves a really bad wedgie. And they loved it so much. But, I like, as I was doing it, I was going, I know, this is so bad. Yeah. This is so stupid. Why am I Why am I doing this? Why am I? But I couldn't. I couldn't yeah. anymore. I couldn't. This is, Teresa, <laughs> I'm so glad I know you. You are doing both a great job and yeah it's also a horrible job yeah, I know. 
poor reaction choice. Yeah. But man, I was in that moment with you. Thank you. Oh, wow. Amazing. I know. Oh, so good. <laughs> Mine comes nowhere near that. Mine's like, sounds like the lamest thing. Well, guys, I have a tendency to get uh, sinus infections yeah. when I fly. Yeah. Uh, yay. Uh, being older and body changes for yeah. a variety of reasons. But <laughs> because it's a new thing, I don't ever think about it uh-huh. until long after I get one. And I haven't really gotten them on the planes previously. I just mm-hmm. know it's a thing oh, I could yeah. get. Oh, yeah. And I did not take anything before getting on my flight mm. to go to Alabama. Mm. And lo and behold, I woke up the next morning just super pressured. Oh, yeah. And I'm still... Uh, living in the cavernous echo Ugh. of a congested head oh, and how that sounds. Ugh. So that little bit of a personal fail. Yeah, I totally absolutely. deserve a wedgie for that. Yeah, I'll show you how. Thanks. <laughs> so this is a fail. We tried to go out to dinner. We haven't been out to dinner in five or six months with the babies. I have currently 16-month-old twins. We gave out. Gave up on going out to dinner because it was so awful for so long. But recently, we have had some some success with Saturday morning breakfast. So today was my birthday. And last year, we went out to dinner to our favorite kind of towny restaurant that we have here. And we tried again today. And we had to leave. We had to pack up an order of fries because that's all I'll eat. We didn't even get to eat them because one was screaming so badly. And the other one was just... He was happy, but he was not, he wasn't going to make it the rest of the way. So I had abandoned my Manhattan, and now I'm home. I don't have any vermouth, so I can't make another Manhattan. I can make an old-fashioned, so that is the silver lining. Thanks. Bye. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. That sucks. It does feel like a failure. Yeah, you can't because like especially when you really make the effort. Yeah. Like Yeah. And it's out of your control. Yeah. But you know what? You deserve it because you wanted to go out and eat at a restaurant for your birthday. How dare you? Thank you, universe, for putting us in our place. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing a horrible job. Yeah. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you When I have a problem I call you on the phone I love you, I love you Teresa! Yes! Let's call someone today! Woo! This week we are talking to Kendall Esquerry who's a wife, mother, writer, and vlogger. She has a YouTube channel with her family called Kessie Vision, where they vlog and occasionally tackle topical problems. Kendall also has another channel and blog called In Her Power, where she discusses self-care through spirituality. Welcome to the show, Kendall. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. This is very fun. All right. Before we get in to lots of fun things to talk about, we're going to ask you what we ask all our guests, which is really my favorite question. And that is, who lives in your house? So it's me, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, my <laughs> my wife, Summer, our oldest daughter, Emmy, who is 17, will soon be 18. And then our youngest daughter, Storm, who is four, soon to be five. Oh, my gosh. 
you uh, people who listen to the show know how much I love talking about teens, and we are going to talk <laughs> about teens later. I'm so excited. Uh, Perfect. Yeah, just because we always have to ask because we're nosy. Any any animals walking around in that house? One fish. That's yeah! it. <laughs> What's the fish's name? What is the oh Dory? Dory. 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 Of course, that's good. We recently lost our fish named Cat Stevens, uh, but there's plenty Aww. of other fish in the tank. In the as they I say. <laughs> I love how the fish's name is Cat Stevens. That's, yes. that's great. <laughs> <It's Yeah. Cat laughs> and now the new replacement is just named Steve after the Stranger Things character because I love <laughs> Steve. It. Anyway, not important. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's actually, I'd actually like to talk about having an almost 18 year old and an almost five year old. That is, mm-hmm. that is, I would like, one of the things we talk about on the show is how many questions parents get asked that are super loaded and possibly offensive. <laughs> Or angry, okay. or just, or just like, ugh. or just annoying, annoying. after time. Are like, you tired uh, of being pregnant? Yeah, How like, well, that's baby? a big age difference yeah. between your kids. Yeah. How did you guys How'd end you... up doing that? Yeah, <laughs> but we actually kind of do want to know. Want to know? So is it more? Yeah, like, I mean, well, it is. Like sometimes people ask questions, and it probably is coming from a place of genuinely being interested, and I'd like to have a discussion with you, but. When you get asked those questions all the time, what's it like having kids so different in age? It, it, yeah. I'm sure it makes you think, like, do they? What are they assuming about the situation? What happened? <laughs> right. So, in all honesty, and give us whatever answer you want to fucking give us. <laughs> what is it like having kids with that big of an age difference? You know, it's it's actually helpful in that Emmy is a really amazing, helpful sister, they get along really well and their personalities are so opposite that their opposite personalities balance one another. Mm. So uh, Emmy's very kind of, she's very quiet. She kind of keeps to herself. She just likes to do her own thing where Storm is like her name. She's just like this whirlwind of energy that just (laughs) kind of bowls people over whether you like it or not. And so because they're, they're so opposite, they just kind of like allow each other to be who they are. And so I don't really have any kind of issues or any like, it's just, it's not weird. I know that when people see us together, they kind of assume that Emmy, our oldest, is the mother of Storm. So it's kind of, that's a lot of, that's, that's awkward too sometimes. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. They're like, are you the grandmother? I'm like, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's one. Hey, everybody, let's never ask yeah. that question as a person who has been asked that question myself. I'm like, no, I'm not the grandmother. Having a teenager helps when Summer and I have date nights. So we have oh, a built-in yeah. babysitter, at least until Emmy goes off to college. So that'll be very soon. So we're kind of stressing out, like, okay, now we actually have to find a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, six-year-olds are fine on their own. It'll be by, by that time, she'll right. be sick. She knows how to do stuff. She finally gets to move into the older sister's room, you know, all that stuff. Well, but, like, not, and I understand, like, I can totally understand from a logistical standpoint... <laughs> How nice it is to have like an older, like a like a teenager in the house with a little one. But but I am super nosy as a parent. Like as a parent, I think about just the difference. I have a eight year old and a four year old, and they Uh also different children. Surprise! And (laughs) but dealing with the things that they're going through emotionally and developmentally. There are days where it can be really uh, days is insulting to the amount of time that this affects yeah. me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like 
It can be that all the time. It can be like that literally all the time, (laughs) not just days, where you're dealing with such developmental and emotional differences and needs. And like, how, how, how is that for you guys? Like, is that, is it, I don't know. I don't know what the question specifically is, but I would imagine what your teen is going through any point in time during those, the last four years and all the things that a infant to toddler goes through during those four or five years. Yeah, it's so on one hand, it's, I mean, as she gets closer and closer to going off to college, it's really her coming into her own and finding her voice, trying to figure out who she is, which, you know, most teenagers, especially teenage girls are trying to figure out, you know, who am I liking boys and, and boys not responding the way that she wants. And so there's a lot of emotional stuff that goes on like hormones and all that kind of stuff. But because Emmy's just such a quiet person, it doesn't, a lot of times Summer and I kind of have to pull things out Mm. of her. So it's not as if she's just willy nilly kind of like just this spout or just a fountain of emotion all the time. She keeps herself very reserved. Uh, So it's like that whole still waters run deep. She's quiet, but there's so much that's going on internally. She's a And so we're always like, yeah, it's like (laughs) we're poking and always poking and prying. Like, so what's going on? So what's the, you know, how are you doing? You know? Yeah. Um, And she's kind of looking at us like, it's not even that deep. Like just, (laughs) you know, where she wants to kind of figure out for herself how to process for her own, you know, just for herself. And so, so that's kind of how we navigate with Emmy is really just trying to help her, communicate and just try to kind of help her step into her own and find her voice, yeah. uh, which she is doing more and more of. Whereas with Storm, right now she's at this stage, and I guess all moms go through this. I'm you know, not alone in this. It's like 14 going on 20, right? Yeah. It's like this whole, I know exactly what I'm doing. You're just a bystander to my life. Like, <laughs> when can I, you know, when, like the, the perfect example, like we were all home, you know, having dinner. And then Storm just decides that she wants to go. We have family in Atlanta. She's just like, I'm going to Atlanta. And she literally packed her, her suitcase <laughs> and was like, and I'm going. So, and we're trying to explain to her, like, well, you can't get on the plane by yourself. You know, having this very, like, adult conversation yeah. with a four-year-old. Like, you can't get up. She's like, no, it's, it's fine. I, I got it. It's everything's okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Well, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll figure it out. I totally got it. And, you know, I guess, like I was saying, because their personalities are so different, it's it's like kind of like spinning plates. You go from one plate yeah. to the next, and it just kind of constantly rotates. So all of their emotional upheavals, their growth spurts or whatever they're going through don't seem to overlap one another. So it's kind mm-hmm. of like, okay, now that we got Storm okay, she's all right, then something's going on with Emmy. And so then we deal with whatever's going on with Emmy and it. So it just kind of goes back and forth like that. Yeah. It's, I guess there, I guess there's the age difference kind of helps a little bit maybe in the like, like because mine are they're four years apart, I can still continuously get disappointed that they're not the same children. So when Ellis is go, <laughs> who's my youngest is going through something that Katie Bell went through and is, I, I have to like spend all this time reminding myself that he's going to go through it differently than she did. <laughs> Right. Like, because they look right. just alike. So for mm-hmm. whatever reason, in my mind, that means they're exactly the same children. But I wonder, <laughs> like, you know, when Storm gets to be a teenager, it, I mean, it's, I, you already know how different that's probably going to be. Right? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, watch oh, yeah. out. 
Oh yeah. She's oh, going yeah. to Atlanta. And one of the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. 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 And I mean, they're the thing that I try to keep in mind is like their personalities have remained even though they've gone through life experiences. I mean, Storm less than Emmy, their personalities have always the core of who they are has always been the same. Like Emmy wow. has always been the same. And so when I think about that in relation to Storm, it's just like, okay, I realize, and same thing, like they're, they're two completely different kids and I try to parent them the same because I think like, Mm. oh, I'm the same parent. I can do the same thing. Like, no, it doesn't work that way. And especially when Storm looks at me like, no, that's not (laughs) working. Like that's not working. No, but I really like the idea of having this gift of being able to see that Emmy has always at her core been the same. Like, mm-hmm. you know, as a as a child up to a teen, uh, yeah. I actually find that really insightful and helpful because there's something about the unknown as our kids get older. And yeah. but I feel like that's sort of a nice anchor to say, but at your core, you're yeah, always going to still be, be this, who they are, yeah. who they are yeah. Yeah. which I find some peace in. Yeah, I like that. too. I like that, yeah. too. Despite mm-hmm. my second. I'm so scared that how long that's going to go. Um, <laughs> what? You're going to be like this forever. I mean, you're perfect in everyone. Uh, right, right. Well, OK, this actually ties into something I wanted to ask you about. Um, back in 2016 uh, for Mia, you wrote in 2016 after the election, uh, you were sort of talking about uh, life in Trump country and how that was going to affect you guys, not only as uh, African-Americans, but also being part of the LGBTQ community and, and raising your, mm-hmm. your children. And it was, guys, it's a really good piece. But the quote that I want to kind of talk about is where you say, no matter what goes on outside the walls of our house, we want to make sure to remind our girls of their power and that they are valued despite what others may say, which mm-hmm. is incredibly not only powerful, but super important and a reminder mm-hmm. that that is within our power as parents. Yeah. No matter how crazy the rest of the world gets, that is in our power in our in our house. We have power there, you know. But yeah. I wanted to ask you, how does that look in your house? How, do, how, do you, how are you guys achieving that in your house and how have you been achieving that? I think that one of the things that I learned from my mom is that no matter how many lectures or <laughs> sit downs right. you have, if you're not doing the thing that you're telling your kids to do, like it's just going to kind of go over their head. And mm-hmm. so a lot of the conversations that I would have with my mom is like, yeah, okay, you know, I get it. I get it. And, you know, I didn't pay attention as a teenager, or even as a young adult. And so now, especially as a parent, I'll, I'll see a lot of the conversations that we have and I'm like, oh, or I'll look at like, wow, she was talking about this, but she actually lived like this. Like mm-hmm. my mom is a very weird and very eccentric in a very loving way. She's like a, <laughs> she's like a hippie. And so she never, she never allowed other people looking at her and saying like, you know, you're, you're weird or you're strange to change who the core of who she is. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm parenting, a lot of it is just me trying to just, be secure within myself and understand that too, that there are some times where I'm going to have some vulnerabilities and not try to kind of shelter that from them. So a lot of what Summer and I do is just 
we have very open and honest conversations. I mean, obviously, if it's age appropriate for whatever right. the topic is, but we're just very open and honest about things. And we try not to make things very secretive, like, you know, well, we don't we don't know how this happened or we don't know what's going on. <laughs> right. um, and. It's something that I think is very important, particularly something that we've noticed within our families, some of our families, is that a lot of older generations had a lot of secrets and mm-hmm. so, you, know, you don't know, like, well, how did this person survive this and how did this person go through this? Oh, you know, that's the past and that's the past. But a lot of times if you have, if you're armed with information, you're armed with knowledge of how family members went through things and dealt with things and just see all the different sides and facets of who they are, then I think it helps you as an individual navigate your life. And so we have honest conversations about things. And when we're upset, we're upset. And when we're happy, we're happy. And we constantly love on our, our kids to the point sometimes where they're like, please stop kissing us. And then sometimes, it, you know, sometimes, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, sometimes it's like I'm being frustrated and cursing. And then, you know, then they try to like curse and we're like, no, you can't do that. Never mind. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but for us in in showing them their power, it's really Summer and I constantly walking in that every day. So it's when we step out of the house, when we're in the house, it's just being authentically who we are, whatever in that moment, how we feel and being honest. Like sometimes Storm will do something that will frustrate me and I'll want to scream and I'll say to her, you know what, I'm really upset and you hurt my feelings. So I need to take a break. Yeah. And that's something that I don't, you know, I, I didn't do with Emmy. Uh, so, you know, talking about parenting, at, you know, different ages and, and being, I guess, growing as an adult. And so I just try to kind of be as honest and as transparent as I can, even when it's something that's very difficult and, and communicating, yeah. which is hard sometimes. No, it is hard, but I, I think... The the basic point of living in the state that you're trying to communicate is really a strong one, even though it can be really hard when you're fried. You know what I mean? Like there's so much yeah. that we're doing as parents and it's, you know, even part of parenting is being unsure of who you are at times. Right. Like that's, yeah. you know, we kind of lose ourselves. We have to refine ourselves. But, uh, you know, I think we've spoken about that, too, just being honest and not having secrets it can be incredibly powerful. That's I, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, let's talk about let's talk about something else. Uh, you talk a lot, uh, and you've written about uh, LGBTQ representation in the media. You did this great piece where you were like, you know, I wish Claire Huxtable had been like part of a lesbian power couple, and that had been like the yeah. lesbian mm-hmm. chef. Like, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> now that is, that's all I that? want. I know. Now it's all I want. <laughs> I just like with Aunt Viv, with yeah. Aunt Viv from a different world. I was like, absolutely, yes. that would be fucking amazing. <laughs> but I, I guess what I, I guess I have a couple of questions, but maybe I won't have to ask them because maybe we'll just get into it as we're talking. But basically, tell us about what that would look like for you, and if anybody's coming close to that right now. That yeah, let's start there. What would that look like for me? I. I like to see different stories and different perspectives. One of the things that for me, I remember growing up is that I would see myself in different 
aspects and different people. Mm, And I thought to myself, what if there was just one person who was just all of this, you know, (laughs) what if I could be like all of these different, different aspects? And so there were some parts of me that was kind of like, that was kind of like Denise or Freddie from different world. But then there were also kind of parts of me that were very much like Will Smith too, like from Fresh Prince, where I was very silly. I was very quirky. I was very like the, not really a class clown, but I was like, I was kind of a ham when it came to like my family and my friends, people I was very close to. And, um, but then there was also like the weird science, like quirky, always like trying different, like it was just, a, I was a, like a mix of all these different people. And I think what's important and one of the reasons why we have the YouTube channel is that we want to be able to highlight and show that there are different narratives. And so if you have different people to look at, then you can see all these different aspects and not just kind of one storyline that's fed to you. Right. And what I appreciated about the different shows that I watched was that there was a lot of different narratives that I could see and different people that I could kind of see my reflection in. But I think that the more that we have these platforms and the more that we have the ability to share our stories, the more that other people can see their reflection, even if it's not the total package, they're like, oh, yeah, I do a lot of the same thing. Or, oh, yeah, I say a lot of that same thing. Or I think that or I dress that way or whatever it may be. And I think that's a really kind of positive thing. So for me, I don't know if it would necessarily be the way it would look now would be like, one particular story I would like to have different stories I'd love to have like a queer couple that was um, indigenous Americans or I'd love to have more um, highlighting trans Mm. trans narratives even Asian different Asian cultures and even having all that within that LGBTQ umbrella because so often I don't see those stories and so it'd be really great to see all the different aspects of those stories told as far as like now, do I see any? <laughs> um, I'm like, I, ha- I can understand where this is probably about to go. I, know, I, have, a guess, I have a guess for what the answer is. And the answer oh, is Oh, no. Ooh, ooh <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, now I don't want to answer. No, um, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, okay. So the one, the show that I'm watching now, but everyone in the family with the exception of storm, has stopped watching because it got a way too dramatic is the fosters. We watched, we were watching the fosters when it first came on up until like maybe season three, I would say. (laughs) And then it got really dramatic and I'm the only one in the family that's still watching it. Like (laughs) in every episode, I'm like, does it have to be this dramatic? (laughs) Does everything have to be so extreme? I'm, I'm trying to think like, do I, do I see anything else? Not off the top of my head, and I guess because that's what I'm watching right now. Yeah. But I, I can't think of anything else just off the top of my head. Now, what were you thinking? Well, I was thinking, for, I realized that my answer stems from the fact that I never watch television anymore since having kids. <laughs> but I was going to be like, there's nothing still. <laughs> because I'm jaded. Uh, but then I realized, though, like, oh, well, you know, I guess, you know, now I guess one of the benefits probably of... Um, you know, the Hulus and the Netflix and the mm-hmm. Amazon, you know, primes and things like that, all these sort of, you know, pay for only that one channel. There there are more opportunities if people will take them yeah. trying to mm-hmm. show 
all the diverse narratives that are out there would be would be a goal and yeah would be would be pretty great i mean still i'd still watch it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 20 years from now when i have time for television i'm like bring it on let's do it (laughs) but it's not just me but it's like the shows that my kids are going to grow up watching just because i'm not watching anymore just like you know if you and I are referring to, you know, the Cosby show, which are the shows we grew up with as kids, uh, it's not about the shows my parents watched. It's about the shows right. that my kids are watching to find their themselves reflected in, however it is. Right. So, you know, it's it isn't about me. <laughs> Surprise. It's about uh, creating these sort of narratives and opportunities on TV for for our kids to grow up relating to however they relate right. to them. Well, Kendall, thanks so much for joining us. We're going to make sure we link everybody up to the two YouTube channels that you guys have, the Kessie Vision uh, with your wife, as well as In Her Power, uh, as well as uh, your Twitter. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. And, and you're doing an amazing job. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Have a good day. You too. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. I really, I really liked that whole point she made about your kids being who they are at their core. Mm-hmm. Like whoever they are now, whoever we're experiencing them as mm-hmm. at four, mm-hmm. at eight, at, like that's, that's going to be who they are forever at their yeah. core. And while that is both unsettling and gives me some peace, it's, I accept it to be totally true. It somehow yeah. helps. No, I know. It's kind of like, uh, but it only like really helps going backwards a lot of times or like yeah, it's, it's yeah. easier to see going backwards. Like I I feel I like agree. maybe she's able to have that insight because she has a 17 year old. Yeah. You know? Like I was just looking at pictures of Curtis, who's mm. now 14 months old. I was looking at pictures of him a year ago when yeah. he was like a little baby. And it's that feeling of like, oh my gosh, you already looked just like yourself. Yeah. But I couldn't see at that time that you would look like the person that you are now. But you were already there. Like yeah. you were it was already you. you well, know? and I think about like who when we tell stories of what Katie Bell was like at four yeah. or at three. And I'm like, oh, that's exactly who she still is. Totally. Totally that same yeah. same kid. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Well, awesome. Yeah. She was also awesome and amazing. That's having a mom have a rant. Let's listen. We're going to listen today to a happy rant. Hey, this is Teresa. This is, um, I guess this is kind of like a happy rant. Um, I'm not even sure what it is, but I just needed to get it out there. Um, I had this realization as I was listening to last week's episode, why I love, when, <laughs> what can you say? Why I love so much when you say, you're doing a good job at the end of every episode. And I realized it's the same feeling as I have when I hear Mr. Rogers on every single episode say, how oh, you're special. And, oh, uh, it just, it just like hit me and it was like, you, you guys are like 
the Mr. Rogers of my paradigm. <laughs> I don't know how I can ever say thank you enough for giving that gift to me and a lot of other people I know. Um, so, yeah, you guys are doing a really good job. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's so nice. It's so nice. And I normally, we we normally save this spot for serious crisis. Yeah. But it is meant. And sad crying, not happy not crying. Not happy crying. There's no happy crying in parenting. <laughs> but it's much fun drive. And it was such a nice call. Yeah. And, and that means so much to us. And I just, I don't know. You know, Teresa and I come in here and we talk each week about what's kind of going on in our lives and we try and be respectful to each other and to our listeners and you know figuring out the whole you're doing a good job thing you know turned out to be a very natural thing that I don't think either one of us realized we needed so I mean you could if anybody's binging the show you can hear roughly it took about a year and a half in before I actually honestly said thank you to Teresa when she told me I was doing a good job mm-hmm. like, thanks yeah you know I mean like I we needed to hear that for each other, and, you know, we've talked about when people ask, what do we get out of the show? You know, Teresa always brings up just doing those genius and fails every week just really normalizes all of our failing. Like, when mm-hmm. we're fucking up, mm-hmm. knowing that we have to come in and report it every week and yeah. listening to you guys report it every week, that's super okay. Yeah, and it just, I think it helps us to be more... Um, just accepting of ourselves as human beings to like have all those little moments that maybe, you know, without this might feel like they have some special meaning that we're somehow doing a bad job. Um, But instead it's like, Oh, that's that. There's that thing that happened. Okay, moving on. I wonder what will happen next. Like (laughs) what will happen next. Maybe I'll get the chance to be bored. Yeah. Regardless, Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that is thank you. a complete honor and super kind of you to say. And you're doing a remarkable job. You really are. Yeah, you are. And, you know, this ties into what we're going to wrap up on, which is we really uh, do not take for granted that we get to do this every week. We get it. It is a lot of work. It's an, um, there's emotional work involved in this. <laughs> And, but it's a gift at the same time uh, for us to be able to come in here and have a safe place to talk about stuff and to provide a safe place for our listeners to talk about these things and to do our very best to not judge and to laugh more and to give a shit when no one else does. And so I, we just want to say thank you very much. Once again, uh, the Pledge Drive is wrapping up this week. We are so thankful to everybody who has already donated or upgraded their membership, whether you are returning or this is your first time. We really appreciate it and want to say thank you. And if you haven't and you think this is a year that you might be able to do that, we encourage you to go to MaximumFun.org slash donate and become a supporter now. There's nothing that feels better. And when you hear the show, you're hearing, you're hearing what, that's you. You made the show. Yeah. 
Somebody somebody posted on Twitter the other day, which I loved, like, the FYI, the Max Fun Drive is, like, pretty annoying until you become a member, and then it's pretty awesome and pretty fun every time it happens. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, I could totally see that. Like, it being kind of like, oh, this thing that's, like, yeah. in the way. But then all of a sudden, if you kind of get into it, it could be pretty fun. Yeah. Like, we're trying to make it fun for you guys. So that's I hope right. it is also fun. Yeah, we, we really do want it to be fun. And that's why I'm going to continue to release super unattractive blo- yeah. uh, gifs of me. Good. Telling you well, how great you are. And just so you guys know, if you if you haven't been a member in the past, the way it works is when you go to MaximumFun.org slash donate, you'll select a monthly level that's right for you. You'll select which type of pin you want. You'll enter some basic credit card information. And then basically, it will be automatically debited monthly. And you can just set it and forget it. Um, it's very easy. It's very quick. If you have any questions, we have a really awesome customer service team here at MaxFun headquarters. You can tweet at them if you have questions. It's at MaxFunHQ. Um, there's an email address, donations at MaximumFun.org if you have questions. But the process is really very quick. Oh, yeah. Um, I believe it would probably take less than like four minutes. Yeah, um, so, it really is very quick. Yeah, MaximumFun.org slash donate. And we so appreciate it, you guys. So join us during this drive, especially on Twitter, at OneBadMothers, or at BizZealous, or at Teresa Thorne. You can also join us on our public page. We're posting everything on our public Facebook page, as well as through the private community. Guys, what did we learn today? We learned that we need to be bored. Do not forget to hashtag something about being bored. What are we going to say? What what is it going to be? Is it going to be, how about hashtag so bored, so good. Show us where you're finding boredom. (laughs) Show us how you're bored. Where can can we find boredom as parents, guys? That's what we want to say. It's time to start board bragging. It's going to be great. Guys, you're doing a remarkable job. Yeah, you are. You really are. Teresa, yes. you're doing a very good job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Kara Hart, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all of these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, daddy. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.